0: You are now aboard the Sub Club Submarine Spaceship. We will be your tour guides on a quantum journey to reprogram our subconscious minds. Please keep your arms and hands inside the subship at all times until you are safely docked in your castle's subship port upon arrival at Heaven on Earth. Thank you and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome, or welcome back, everybody, to Brainwash Yourself. I'm Callista. I'm here with Anika, my co-host. What's up, everybody? And we are so happy to be back in the subship with you today. And we are going to be talking about self-love. So, self-love is such a core concept and, like, a pillar, a core value, the perfect tool to always have in your toolbox. Um, <laughs> and so we're going to dive into it. I have to say this is already kind of an aside, but I was tuned into this really awesome online class and this guest teacher was saying, like, she was like you know that uncle or that grandpa that no matter where they are it can be a restaurant for a family reunion and they are showing up with their tool belt and their tools like that's part of their outfit they're never anywhere without their tool belt that's how we want to be with our spiritual tools like you just want to show up on the scene everywhere with that grandpa with the tool belt energy with your spiritual tools and so this self-love is basically one that we are never caught. We're never caught without it. And in the very beginning of my journey of brainwashing myself, like when I first started to get kind of clued into the fact that maybe I have a lot more influence over my external reality through just my perception than I really realized or most people really realized and self love was this experience that made that really clear to me because I think that um I'll get into it more later because if I were to start. You can go for it if you want. Really? Okay, well, sure, I'll just continue. So I think that, um, yeah, many people, like maybe everyone at times, tends to seek love. Outside of themselves, and maybe look for someone to love them, and they feel like that is really desirable. And it's like we can become kind of desperate. Like sometimes I've experienced in the past this feeling it's like you want validation or approval or acceptance from someone whether it be a friend your parents or a romantic interest um or just people in general your peers or so on and so forth it's like it can really cause a lot of pain and suffering to be seeking outside of yourself and feeling like, oh my gosh. Like, just for example, I feel like this pattern happens all the time. Like, people place so much value on this external source, whether it be, um, like, having someone love them romantically, having a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And people will place so much value on that and seek it and seek it and try and act in all these ways to obtain it and when it doesn't work out that way for whatever reason they're like what's wrong with me and it causes a lot of pain and suffering but really love is not something that we can't need to outsource it's something that we can have like a relational relationship we can have a relationship with ourselves. Kind of how we can, yeah, we can have a relationship to ourselves. It's one of these weird, trippy things about being a person or a, any conscious being. And um, so what that means is we have the opportunity to, like, offer the love to ourself that we would think we want from another person and i feel when i was like a people pleaser years ago i did not even realize it but i was very much caught in that loop of like wanting people's approval and wanting to be accepted like if i was in a group of strangers i would want i might feel awkward and uncomfortable because like i want to make sure that they like and accept me and you, you can start to get so lost because if you're taking certain actions to achieve that, people don't always respond how you expect. And a lot of the time, their approval is not actually as fulfilling as you thought it would be. And so when I started to practice this concept of, like, self-love and giving myself the love and approval and the acceptance and the validation that I sought from others, I started to notice a much more consistent reflection in, like, my relationships and my external reality that I did start to receive more love from others. More than any way I could have superficially um, acted in order to obtain that love, I never would have been able to as, I never was able to as just consistently and effortlessly as when I took all that effort away and focused it toward myself. And I became obsessed with self-love and self-care and it just spiraled out into this whole interest in the law of attraction and this idea of how we can reprogram our subconscious minds and how that is such an effective way to influence the external reality that we experience and achieve whatever outcomes we may desire and obviously you guys know now me and annika have a whole podcast about that and it's like a really fun, exciting thing to talk about that I could go on and on and on about for hours. So, that's just like an example of my experience of self-love. So, yeah. Thanks for (laughs) listening to that and I can't wait to hear what (laughs) Amit has to
1: say. (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh. Self-love is so interesting because You know, it could sound potentially cheesy, but it is so core and so foundational because basically, like, nobody is ever going to take care of you and look out for you and be there for you as good or as consistently, as well or as consistently as you are able to do for yourself. Like, you are the one person who is with yourself in life from start to finish like reliably you can count on always and just like Calista was saying when you are having the kind of conscious experience we're having as humans where you can kind of look upon yourself from a higher perspective and that's what's so interesting about being conscious is that like I can be thinking thoughts and I can also be watching myself thinking thoughts and in that from that space like we are capable of having a relationship with ourselves and it's almost like self-love it is kind of like looking at yourself from the outside from a little bit of an expanded potentially higher perspective um and being the person who you know treats yourself as you would someone that you love and potentially even someone that you love that like you might see as a little bit vulnerable and you have to look out for them and I say that because it's kind of like, I think how people talk about taking care of... We had a whole episode on um, inner child's cool babysitter. It's mm-hmm. like being... Self-love is kind of like being your inner child's like epic cool babysitter, being your own protector. And there's so many ways that this can come into play in life and it's not just comforting yourself when you're sad and being like I love you like you're great you're awesome you know like that is a beautiful and important thing too to like cultivate and develop emotional self-reliance um but it's so many other things because sometimes it's tough love being like okay gal I know you've been like feeling down and depressed for like a few days and like you are not doing these things that like you know will make you feel better and like I love you so I'm gonna say like let's go do these things you know sometimes it can be um, making a boundary for yourself that's kind of painful because you when we're programmed to seek validation externally oftentimes like in our work or with friendships we'll want to like overcommit to things to then receive that validation Um, and the self-love comes into play if like you're feeling burnt out of being like no you're actually gonna say no to this thing and take care of yourself and at the same time as that could sometimes feel like Painful and scary, honestly, when you first start to do it, it's so interesting. And this is where the programming and reprogramming of the self and the patterns comes into play. We're all about brainwashing yourself, but like brainwashing yourself um, into a mode of operating that is looking out for your own best interest and that's not to say that like you can't go out on a limb and like help people that like you can't put in the extra hour or extra amount of time every once in a while um because like you feel you like your soul feels good about like making a sacrifice to like help in a specific area or um something like that or But it does mean that, like, you are looking out for your own best interest so you don't have to expect anybody else to. And you don't have to be, like, resentful when other people aren't showing up for you in the exact way that you want because, like, you're showing up for yourself. And it's kind of like... It kind of keeps you in your own lane. And... I think that the more compassion you can develop for yourself the more compassion you can then develop for others it's kind of like this mere reflection so it's kind of like the self-love is kind of a service to humanity because it just reflects out into your external world And so it is a fruitful endeavor, and I would have to say that, like, you know, a lot of people listening may be really comfortable and well-versed in this topic and have, like, cultivated and developed this relationship with themselves, but I would say that it is a relationship, even though it's with yourself. It's a relationship between you and you, and if it doesn't feel easy at first, that's because oftentimes it requires, like practice and building trust and and building trust and breaking old patterns of being and kind of consciously observing places in which you're not loving yourself and maybe not taking care of yourself in the way that you know your soul or your inner child is like really asking for and so that's okay that it would take time and that it might feel sticky at first. I would say when I started to kind of explore this topic and it's still oh my god, it's still a building practice all the time um for me absolutely. So, you know, these are like ponderings amid the constant learning of it all. But I would have to say that like when I first started exploring these ideas, it was much more sticky than it is now. And, you know, a life with love is a life well lived. And we are the relationship we have with ourselves is the foundation for it all. So that's my beginning thoughts on the topic. And I'll hand it back to you, Calista.
0: Thank you so much. Okay, so much truth to that. I loved how you are saying, like, you're the only person you can truly rely on or can truly count on. And it's, like, that's so, so true. So, it's, like, you want to be a great support system to yourself. Like, you want to be someone you can count on. You want to be the person who is a cheerleader to yourself, like gives yourself a pep talk, you want to be your own best friend, like your own cool babysitter, your own like best parent, your own like, really whatever you you need, and it's like, just commit to yourself, or I say like you, 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 but it's like, I can take this as a message. Myself, And I can say myself as the example. Like, we all can, and I always try to just commit to always, always being there for myself. And everyone in the world could turn against me, and I would still be on my side and still be on my team. And it's like, um, when you can rely on yourself... It's a good feeling. It builds your self-esteem. And it makes you feel confident. Um, And it helps you... I mean, that's the best way to say it. It builds your self-esteem and it helps you feel confident. And... It's good to... uh, affirm that and just say like i will i promise i'll always be there for myself but it's also just something you demonstrate to yourself through your actions because you can lie to yourself just as easy as you can lie to anyone else but no you can't (laughs) because you cannot hide your own actions from yourself and it so it's like you are giving yourself the message um so it's like be real and be honest with yourself but it's like we do a self assessment sometimes, all the time. No one's perfect and it's like that's great. It's like some and my teacher Barbie in the angel course, she always says like assess yourself. And it's like just see where you are blocking yourself and holding yourself back and where you still have room to like in this context, like be more gentle with yourself, give yourself more grace and more compassion, and just start to move in that direction, like, little by little by little. And you're giving yourself the message by that, too. Like, I'm committed to this, and I think it's really important, so, like, we're working on this. And, um it really reflects in how other people treat you like this concept of boundaries and it's like about what you tolerate and I think that there's this concept of rock bottom and I love rock bottom I think for some people or for for all of us at some points in our lives we need to have that moment of knowing we want better for ourselves and um it's just it's funny because it's like when we're in those darkest moments like that is what enables us to kind of take our power back and be like you know what even if i have lost everything like I'm gonna pick myself up and start again because I know that I can do it and um I think that there's like an infinite range of experiences and for every possibility there's someone in this world and in this universe who is experiencing that and so some people are doing things one way, some people are doing things a different way, and I think in those moments where we kind of hit rock bottom and we realize we want better for ourselves, it's like some people may live like this and accept this, but this isn't for me and so i am going to give myself the gift of doing what i need to do to change my situation into um just a life that i prefer and an experience that suits me because like you deserve it like there's this quote the quote of the day in our planner Anika and Annika mm. and I have the same planner, the, the day designer and so does our friend Julia. <laughs> and um, there's a quote of the day and today's quote was by one of my favorite authors, either today's or tomorrow's, Jane Austen. I am obsessed with Jane Austen. And um, the quote was like, I'm going to have to come to terms with being happier than I deserve. And I think that is such a beautiful quote example of the self-love journey where it's like we may have room for improvement in our self-love journey because a huge part of that is what we think we deserve and it's like loving ourselves enough to believe that we deserve the best so we can accept and receive our desires and um I think that quote is like a beautiful example of even if I'm not at the place in my self-love journey yet where I believe that I deserve all my desires, like I love myself enough where even if I don't deserve it, I'm going to let myself have it and enjoy it anyway. And it's like, I just love that because because it just allows you to enjoy your life and enjoy your blessings. And I think so much of like brainwashing ourselves is like deprogramming ourselves from these ways that we think like, oh, the ways we like dissuade ourselves from, from wanting to actually manifest our desires because we are scared. And it's like, um, I don't know like where exactly I was going with this, but I feel that It's, like, um, just a journey of, like, making choices because everyone is so unique. That's, like, the underlying fact to all of this. Like, everyone is so unique and I think sometimes one of those limiting beliefs is, like, we tell ourselves, like, we don't deserve certain desires because, like, it's not fair. And we don't want to accept or receive that if other people don't get to. Like, we don't want to let ourselves enjoy that because it seems selfish. And the fact is, like, other people may not even want that. And everyone is just so different. And you're not taking anyone, anything away from anyone by loving yourself. And you're not, you know, loving anyone else less. And um, it's not something that should be threatening to people like that is just a manifestation of insecurity and I love to see people who are super super confident and loving themselves like it absolutely gives me life and I think if people are a little insecure and triggered that's good for them because it just shows them um where they can align more closely with their own desires and, um, basically, everyone ha- is gonna have a different opinion of everything, and everyone is so different. so I feel like a tip to self love is choose to listen and agree with the opinions that support you, like um however you think of yourself um like when it comes to your body image everyone has everyone looks different everyone has like different opinions and preferences like who knows why like i feel people will share you know their opinions their preferences on other people's like physicality and it's like you can hear a million opinions saying like oh something bad about your body type and a million opinions saying like oh my gosh that's the most favorite gorgeous like attractive thing in the world like I'm always gonna choose to listen and align myself and believe those opinions that are reflecting like a loving perception of my beauty because I think that is supportive because beauty is something that resonates with me and like if you're someone who's like why is she even using this example like my beauty doesn't even Impact like my self love, like that's really awesome and that's really cool too. But there's like other examples of like someone might think you're really dumb for caring about something, and someone might think like that's really cool and interesting that you'd be into that. And it's like agree with the second person because why wouldn't you want to be on your own side if that makes sense? Okay, so yeah, those are just some random (laughs) thoughts. (laughs) I have a few more, but I will pass it back to Anika before I get back into them. Okay.
1: So, I think a huge, huge thing when it comes to self-love from my perspective uh, in my reality is being true to your own soul. And we talked a lot about this in our previous episode last week about intuition um, and about how your intuition... AKA the language of the soul, or however you want to look at it, that is how I look at it, um, is ultimately guiding you towards what is most authentic for you in this lifetime and what will make you feel the most like happy, free, satisfied, all of these things. And oftentimes, I think when we don't listen to it, there can be a variety of reasons, but one of the reasons uh, is because, you know, we don't think we deserve to follow where our heart is guiding us we don't want to disappoint other people um we don't think it will bring us the level of success because we've been taught that you know we had to find success throughout these other avenues so on so on so on and I think that like a huge um aspect of self-love is being willing to put aside those things and follow your intuition your heart anyway and I'm not saying that like you know sometimes it's really hard to do that and in my experience like it can really lead to a lot of you know self-love self-admiration and ultimately I think it's being really compassionate to the self because it is saying to yourself like I care about you and I care about your happiness and I care about like what is most authentic and true to you regardless of external voices and regardless to what we've been taught is like correct and okay and like best practice and like what other people desire for us it's kind of like saying like you know the most important thing to me is what's going to make my own soul shine and like that is what Calista was just saying like we are all so unique and that's going to be different for all of us um but it's kind of like who's going to advocate for what you truly want except for you and you're the only one who can know what that truly is so I think being willing to like take the time to like tune into that and listen to that and then like learn to start following that even if it's just like one little step at a time if that's like not the easiest thing to do to do for you right now is a huge component of self-love and um I think that I, I also just think about how you know self-love is caring about your own happiness and if things are going on that are, you know, creating, not that there are things going on externally or creating unhappiness, but if like you find yourself in a place that's like not satisfactory to you in life, I think that, you know, some of that like tough love, self-love can be being willing to look at it and being willing to make changes instead of kind of just flowing along and hoping that things might shift by themselves and um yeah those were just like some of my musings it's kind of like when you see somebody that you care about that's like younger than you like you want them or like I personally like would want them to be like doing what they love following their heart um having cool experiences You know thinking about what's really important to them and then being able to expand into that in life and so i think that the more that we can desire those big grandiose things for ourselves and they may not be grandiose but you know they can be just like whatever your inner child really wants and even if it's not like the inner child that you're thinking about but like the one in you that like never stopped dreaming and like has this has things that they want that like maybe they've been told aren't okay or aren't possible it's like if they're within you they're possible and you being the biggest advocate cheerleader like supporter of that dreamer inside of you I think is such a beautiful thing because it's almost like if you have a vision within yourself and you're the only one who has that actual vision because it was gifted to you within you because you have the capability of actualizing it. So like nobody else around you is going to be able to see that that actual exact vision is possible because it's like sacred to you and sacred to who you are and that's why I think one of the ultimate acts of self-love is you know protecting that vision for yourself and knowing that nothing else needs to happen besides like you believing in yourself so I guess believing in yourself is a huge act of self-love like believing in yourself seeing your potential even if you don't know exactly what you're good at exactly what you're going to excel at like Exactly where you're going with your life like no either you know what it is and you can be your cheerleader your own protector um or you don't know what it is and you just trust that it will come and you leave yourself you love yourself in the meantime and you like love your own unfolding I think a lot of times when we're younger we put so much pressure on ourselves to like know what we're gonna do know like get to the point where we're achieving and we're successful. And I know that was so hard for me growing up. I was like, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And it was really honestly hard to love myself before finding that because some people are really early bloomers. Some people aren't meant to find like where they're exactly supposed to go until like later in life. And maybe they're meant to have all these experiences, but it can be so hard not to compare yourself to others when you're along like the journey of your path and so I think that is another aspect of self-love is not comparing yourself to others and not have to put yourself on the same timetable as others and like trust in where you are at because you are a unique snowflake of a human being and as long as you are you know bringing some like conscious attention like to your life and doing your best and taking a look at things and like l- trying to love yourself along the way like things should unfold naturally and trusting trusting in that and trusting in yourself is is a huge aspect of self-love especially trusting when you don't see what you necessarily like want to see yet. And that's where I'll leave that little rant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that's so key. Like like just as we are right now, like with all the imperfection, just like enjoying and soaking up the moment for what it is because like it's so cheesy and corny, but it's like it's about the journey, not the destination, and we don't wanna look back and see like Oh, you know, it all flashed us by. Um, Okay, so... The last couple notes I have about self-love. So, to... kind of continue... with what we were just talking about. Is like this balance between... Self love and like self improvement, like accepting where you are now, and then at the same time, it's like we have desires, and we have, um, whatever we we have healing. We may still want to do or um anything like that, and. I feel like sometimes it kind of seems like a paradox. It's like you can't not can I mean can't's a very strong word, but for me, I can't really improve and change until I love and accept exactly where I am there's I feel like there's so many examples of this it's like that quote what you resist persists and I've heard so many examples like um this girl I followed on Instagram she said her skin was breaking out for months, And she tried everything, like supplements, like cutting out this, cutting in this, like skincare, whatever, whatever. And um, as soon as she gave up and basically made the commitment to herself to just feel just as beautiful and love her skin just as much with all the acne and all the zits and all the breakouts and just became like pro-zit, pro-breakout, she, um, they cleared up. And I've heard examples of that too with like um, people's fitness journey. It's like pursuing a certain result um, out of insecurity and not being successful and then getting to a point in their self-love journey where they genuinely love how their body looks without any fitness results and then boom it's like everything transforms for them and it's just so ironic and I think that um it's just a good thing to keep in mind like not to get so caught up in our ideal version of ourselves. Because sometimes I think focus too much on it and it actually takes energy away from that outcome because your energy is supposed to be, you know, fully present and where you are right now in your journey. And so, um,. I think that another thing about self-love is it is a choice like it's not something that we earn or that we receive like it's a start starting point it's not a ending point point. and I think that's so important because we can choose to love ourselves more and approve of ourselves more and appreciate ourselves more at any moment, and it's not something where once we get this grade, once we make this much money, once we get this house, we will then have achieved and become this version of ourselves that is deserving and worthy of our love and approval, it's like, I love myself no matter what, and that is going to make the journey a lot more of a smooth and pleasant and enjoyable ride for me than if I am thinking of myself as kind of inadequate all along the way it's not very supportive. You know, confidence is key. Confidence is key to success. So, it's like, I want to always have the same high esteem and high opinion of myself, regardless of my external circumstance, Um, because that's something that benefits me and supports me, and it's something that It's my choice it's within my control it's within my power and so I love that that's the best um I think that I touched on this like a tiny bit but I think I like lost my train of thought but you okay so you teach people how to treat you basically by your boundaries and what you tolerate. So, this kind of loops back into what we're talking about in the beginning. Like, if I'm so desperate for someone's approval, that and say they talk to me in a way that I don't like, say they talk to me in a way that's disrespectful, and I, um, think that they are gonna approve of me less if I set a boundary and I care more about their approval than my own experience because I'm valuing like their approval over my own approval of, of the experience that I'm having. It's like, um, what's going to happen is I'm going to tolerate disrespectful treatment. Not a pretty picture. And, um, if I am in a mind state where I would rather be alone and I would rather this person hate me and think I'm an evil crazy witch then accept their disrespectful treatment then what's gonna happen is I'm not gonna I'm not going to accept that disrespectful treatment I'm either gonna say I'm gonna say don't talk to me like that and they can either adjust or I can leave because I have a great time enjoying my own company and so if I don't enjoy your company as much as my own and you don't treat me as nicely as I treat myself then why would I continue to be around your energy. I wouldn't. So then, as I have gone through, like, my self-love journey, my people-pleasing journey, setting boundaries, like, you become, like, you go from kind of, like, an easy target, someone that's, like, a punchline, to someone that like people just don't talk to certain ways or people um treat with respect because they know that you won't engage if they don't and that's your choice and honestly that's how I mean I support anyone in having that same mentality because it is not a loss to anyone we can all take the initiative to be respectful to each other so it's not asking a lot um i think that that is just like what i wanted to say about teaching people how to treat you based on how you treat yourself setting your boundaries rather just being alone than tolerating disrespect. And, um, you also treat people how to treat you like in a more positive sense of like, okay, so I wrote, treat yourself as someone you love and do for yourself what you wish or think another person fill in the blank would do for you. For example, Do for yourself what you wish a boyfriend would do for you. What you wish your mom would do for you. Like, if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm sick right now. I wish my mom was here. She would get me a cold washcloth and make me some chicken noodle soup. It's like, if you have that thought, it's like, maybe get up. I know you're sick. It's a grind. Like, maybe get up, get yourself a cold washcloth and make some chicken noodle soup and like, sit down and eat it and you'll feel loved and cared for. You know, as if your mom did those things for you, but you can do those things for yourself. Or it's like, oh, I wish I had a boyfriend. He would, like, reflect, you know, all my best traits back to me in the form of, like, words of affirmation. It's like you can literally, it sounds cheesy, but, like, go to the mirror every day and be like, oh, my gosh, you are the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, you are so smart, I could listen to you talk all day, like, I'm obsessed with you, like, you are just an angel, I want to be with you all the time, marry me, <laughs> whatever you would want your boyfriend to say to you, I mean, that might be a little much, but maybe not, I don't know, whatever you're into, so it's <laughs> like, um, you can, or like, oh, I wish I had, um, you know, someone to take me out to this new fun restaurant it's like just take yourself there or buy yourself something nice to like cheer yourself up because like you wish you know it's like you against the world that day and you just wish someone would like do something nice for you it's like treat yourself I love to treat myself maybe (laughs) maybe um maybe too much probably not but um it's like just yeah I love to be that person who it's, like, I would rather hang out with me than, like, anyone because, like, I'm the best. Like, I'll, you know, be so nice to myself, like, do fun things with myself, like, do nice things for myself. So, um, it shows, like, that you st- I start to attract people into my life, who, like, treat me with more and more respect, and, like, I'm able to, like, open my heart to receive, because that is, like, the type of relationship I'm cultivating with myself, so it's, like, everything else, like, mirrors and reflects that, and so, that's that, that's, like, the essence of it, like, one of our affirmations in the morning is, like, I love life, and life loves me, and I feel like it's, like, life the universe, God, yourself, like it's all so reflective and holographic that it's like just start to bless yourself, accept yourself, like um, care for yourself, provide for yourself and you'll see like you get blessed, cared for, provided for because it's just reflecting back. I love that. So, so good. And
1: wow, I loved what you said at the end about provide for yourself, because I feel like that's such an interesting one. But like, we love to talk about the taboos here. Not that money should be taboo, but like sometimes people don't talk about money. Taking care of yourself financially and like learning how to do that is such a big act of self-love I feel like especially for women you're like okay nobody's gonna come through and like fix my finances or like just because that can be like to be able to provide that for yourself is such a beautiful thing and I love what you were saying too about how it's all holographic and it reflects and brings in stuff of that same standard because it's so true the relationship you have with yourself is going to set the standard for all of your other relationships because if you treat yourself like shit other people you're gonna let other people in your life who treat you like shit because it's what you're used to if you treat yourself like gold you have fun with yourself you laugh with yourself you do fun things with yourself you do nice things for yourself all these things like you are not going to be interested in the slightest with hanging out with someone who's not going to treat you well because you're gonna be like wow this is way worse than when I'm just alone like Calista was saying like it will be a felt experience and you're just gonna be like not worth my time like no thank you
0: yes and I feel like I just feel called to say like if you are in an abusive situation that's obviously not your fault and it's important to get out and then it can be even more of a potent experience to unlearn, unlearn and relearn like what it is to love and support yourself because sometimes we can be in environments where what it looks like to receive love gets kind of warped and there's i feel like always a beautiful opportunity to heal those things for sure yes um
1: and basically i just wanted to reiterate when calista was saying that it's a choice it is a choice and uh we as conscious beings like one of the elements of learning and growing and evolving is learning to direct our own consciousness and that we are consciously creating you know we're consciously creating all the time like new neural pathways new patterns new behaviors and like these lead out into filtering into our external reality our physical reality like creating slowly the life that is around us and um it's just about directing consciousness you know like we can catch ourselves all the time in maybe not being the most loving to ourselves and it's like nobody needs to be perfect including in the journey of loving ourselves like Calista was also saying it's just you know how can we inch a little bit closer to that all the time and ultimately a world where everybody has love for themselves is going to be a much more peaceful and joyous world a little bit closer to heaven on earth so that is definitely something we are a huge proponent for in the sub club where we are flying joyfully gracefully, easily towards the subship port docked on heaven on earth. So, that's where I'll end it.
0: Yes. I think we... I th- I want to know if you don't mind sharing <laughs> three things you love about yourself.
1: <laughs> Our listeners? Or you.
0: Me? Oh, thank you. <sighs> yeah,
1: I love um, how like relentlessly I look for like I feel like how relentlessly I try to follow the yearnings of my own soul and I love how deep my faith is in like the goodness and the magic of the universe and this life and my own life journey, and I also love. Um, hmm. I love. I don't know. I just feel like I love how much. I feel like, I'm very light-hearted and although I can be serious I don't feel like I take life too seriously by any means and that is definitely something I love about myself because I feel like it makes living life fun <laughs> and that's
0: love yeah I also love those things about you
1: thank you will you tell me three things you love about you
0: yes Okay, I love how blessed I am. Like, I feel like I live in my own little world that partially I've created, but partially I have just magically been blessed with, and it is so perfect and magical and... I feel like just suits me perfectly, like my life just suits me perfectly, so I love that about myself, like how well I relate to my own life experience, and I love how I can be very subtly effective like I can go through a situation and help and assist and improve without um too many people even noticing if they don't need to be aware and I really like how I can just kind of move through the cracks of life like that and I just feel like I can be very skillful with the subtleties of energy um especially, like, in social interactions with people, like, with strangers, especially, um, and I love about myself, I think I'm good at describing things, and I love that about myself, you're so good at describing things Thanks. and breaking things down, explaining things, yeah, which makes it
1: perfect for the pot. I'm always like, what the heck? Like, how did your mind think about how to share and explain all of these tips and tricks so well? I seriously have gotten some of my best life hacks, tips and tricks ever from Callista. I really want to do an episode where I just like interview you.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. I love tips and tricks, and I think it'd be really fun to do a tip and trick Yeah, episode. Yeah, we'll do it. And I love those things about you too. Thanks. Yay. Awesome. Okay, guys. We would love to hear. Yes. Uh, To email brainwashyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. Three things you love about yourself. We'll give you all a shout out. We invite
1: you to email us those three things. We dare you. If that's more (laughs) of what you're into, if that's more of your energy, I dare you. (laughs) We
0: implore you. (laughs) We Uh, beg you. (laughs) Beg you. I know. Some people. (laughs) Some people might like to be begged. I'm not. I'm not gonna beg you guys. But okay. No begging. (laughs) No
1: begging here.
0: (laughs) Um. But yeah. Rate us five stars and tell a friend about us. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And come back next week.
1: We'll see you in Una Samana. Adios.